Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Oh, gee, that's a great kick. cool is that? How cool are those highlights and that singing uh, as a result of a wonderful week of rugby for the new Farah Palmer Cup champions, Waikato. An incredible result, overcoming all sorts of odds, not just playing personnel, but travel, uplift, travel, uplift, get out of town quick, uh, travel, and finally get down to the venue and absolutely knock over uh, the champions and four-time playing through champions. And joining us this morning is their star fullback, Tanika Willison, uh, also a gold medalist as well with the Black Ferns. Uh, can your 2021 have been much better, Tanika? Bearing in mind the whole world's got a, a, pande- a pandemic, a virus, you seem to have had a pretty good time of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can't get any better than this, eh? Um, despite the, the COVID uh, holding a few of our tournaments back and, and not being able to, I guess, leave the country, I mean, this is... Um, yeah, pretty pretty exciting and pretty pretty grateful to be a part of it. Let's uh, talk about that build-up. I mean, you've been part of a lot of build-ups. I mean, you've been to Olympic Games, you've played international rugby. You, you know you know exactly how smooth build-ups can go. So just how far the opposite was this one when you had to pack your bag about three or four different times just to get there in the first place? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess for us, we're pretty lucky to have an amazing management and an amazing manager that um, you know like he, he sorted everything out for us or we didn't even have to think except to pack our bags you know um, so I guess it was it could have went two ways it could have been I could have used that as something to um, that I don't know kind of brought us down um, but then I think we flipped it and put it into perspective and there were ladies in our team that had to move their whanau they had to leave their whanau and it was a pretty big decision for some of the girls so um, to be surrounded by uh, wahine like them and um, um, yeah, I got it pretty easy 
So then you, you look at, um, apart from uh, the logistical side of it, you, you look at the personnel. I mean, there's not many teams in any sport in any part of the globe that can do without nine of their very best and still front up and win a title. Uh, tell us about overcoming that within the group. Yeah, um, I mean, not having those girls, they, they are a huge impact um, into our into the Waikato side, but obviously it showed that um, the, the depth that we have within our Waikato team and uh, the, the coaching, I guess, that um, what they have done to bring those girls, those younger girls through um, is amazing and it definitely showed on the field. Um, I was one of the oldest out there and in the back line, so to be, I guess, taking lead uh, and with these young talents, um, yeah, it was, a, I guess, humbling experience, but also really good for our growth. I know that um, there's been talk of uh, two or three um, wonderfully emotive sort of team talks and, and things that you, that, that you girls had. Uh, can you just enlighten us a little bit without too many of the details, I guess, just how deeply you went into you know, the background of what you'd been through and what it would mean to win, because uh, it sounded quite inspirational. Yeah, but, well, uh, I'm still blown away uh, by just the amount of, um, I guess, emotion that went into our, our corridor on Friday before our game. Um, we had girls sharing stuff, you know, that brought a few tears to the eyes and, to know, I guess, what they have gone through really, really just helped push us through that game on Saturday. Um, I guess if, fairly for my own personal self, um, if I don't think if we didn't have that talk on Friday, um, we wouldn't have been able to kind of refer back to that day and uh, kind of talk about how, um, you know, we all had each other's back and we all love each other and did we really mean it? So to have had that corridor um, with all the girls, Definitely brought us a lot closer, and um, the, I guess the want to, to I guess push past all those past experiences, and that helped us drive. Yeah, I guess that to um, to get that championship. Uh, it wasn't the greatest start, uh, conceding early points, but of course uh, there was wind involved in that first half, and, and uh, I read also where your coach had said, "Just let, let's stay close enough that we're in touch that we can put pressure on in the second half," and. And basically, that's how the game plan unfolded for you. But uh, what were you thinking at, at the 40-minute mark? Um, yeah, it was a bit, I guess, like touch and go. Um, maybe a little bit frustrating for, for those watching. But at halftime, like I kind of went into that halftime with all faith that we were going to come through um, and, oh, I guess, just have a better half. Um we kind of didn't talk about the end result. It was about what we can do now. Um, kind of flush that first half. Yeah, that happened. And then move into the second half. Um, just kind of talking about the connection piece. Well, we probably didn't have that in the first half in, in our back line. So reiterating, like, this is what's going to get us through the game. It's, it's finals and this is what finals footy is all about. Um, so we kind of lived for that little that pressure. Victoria Edmonds in her 50th game scores that vital try and that uh, most memorable post-match speech. How classic was that? For you? Oh, yes. You know, that's, that's the true um, real and raw and I, I think no one else could have said it but her. 
any better. What about the set? The what, sorry? Sorry, I think we've just lost Smithy there. It's John Day as producer here, Tanika. Um, yeah, that was just such a classic moment, wasn't it? 50th game, uh, back of the scrum, she scores that try, gives that post-match speech, and everyone loves it. I know she's a policewoman, she's got a big whanau, but I'm sure she didn't get in too much trouble for that afterwards. <laughs> nah, I don't think everyone's kind of had her back, so, you know, it is what it is, eh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Afterwards, you win. You finally beat Canterbury. They've won four titles in a row. Waikato pick up their first championship. You're all singing together. We heard it in the intro. What happened later that night? You were in level two. You were able to have a party, were you? Well, yeah, well, we had um, a closed bubble as we we wanted to be respectful to the Christchurch um, community. But um, limited public interaction and stuff where it was possible and then enjoyed our with a hotel um, amongst our team and amongst our teammates, which was, oh, I just can't, it was, everyone was on cloud nine and it was a, you know, real special moment to share, share with each other. Yeah, so what did it mean? What about to those nine Black Ferns who missed out, including your captain, Chelsea Alley, um, not able to be there? It must have been bittersweet for those guys. <laughs> yeah, um, we had a bit of talk, you know, they, they, were, they used the word FOMO and um, <laughs> yeah. for us, I mean, they are obviously a really huge part of us uh, winning that championship. And if it weren't for them, you know, it could have been either way um, with even getting into the final. So um, as much as we won that, they won it as well. Yeah, absolutely. They prepare you guys and they did most of the work all the season. A strange old season, wasn't it? Very stop start, <laughs> but you got one in the bag. I know people talk about putting asterisks beside championships. There's no <laughs> asterisks beside this one, is there? No, no. <laughs> got that championship and we're proud about it. Absolutely. And Victoria Edmonds, I think she's straight back to work as a police officer, but you've got a very different job, don't you? You're a, a Black Fern <laughs> Sevens player full-time, so are you back to work yet? Yes, um, I had to fly straight from Christchurch into Tauranga, um straight into camp uh, yesterday and today, and that's just uh, reconnecting with our management, reconnecting with the girls and kind of getting a plan on what's happening um, over these next few months and then what it kind of looks like for next year. Yeah, absolutely. So what does it look like? I mean, you guys are gold medalists, you've ticked that box. If people talk about kind of having a success sort of come down. I guess you haven't had to deal with that given you came straight back into FBC and it's just on to the next thing for you. So what's next for the Blackfern Sevens? Um, nothing at the moment. It's pretty touch and go, um, obviously with COVID. Um, so it's all COVID dependent, but... Um, get back into training on the 1st of November for uh, until mid-December and um, hopefully have a few domestic tournaments um, then, but nothing in, set in concrete yet, but just, you know, get the feeling of getting back into training again because it's going to be a bit hard on the, on the lungs for a few of us girls, but that's what we're here for. We love our, we love our job. Yeah, absolutely. And what's it like dipping your toes into 15s? Like, um, is that something you want to pursue more? I know there's a Women's World Cup and the Black Ferns 15s are heading away at the end of the year for a Northern Tour. I mean, is that something you want to chase long term? Are you happy doing 7s? Or what kind? Of, how do you look at your career when you've got options to be a 7s player and a 15s player? Yeah, I, I mean, the money that they've done to kind of get the Black Ferns, you know, they, they probably don't get the recognition that they deserve, but 
finally they're starting to make some big shifts there and um, that is definitely something that I'd want to be a part of um, I guess one day uh, it's not just sevens that I'm kind of just you know I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket so um, when the opportunity arises and I guess there's a I guess when like one door closes you say uh, another door opens um, it's quite similar you know we had those that are leaving not leaving but could be potentially playing in the 15 Super Rugby which opens up spots here in sevens and I guess that'll be my opportunity to um, try and get a spot for sevens so I mean with all the the, um, the options or the opportunities that are coming up, um, I think it's just to just kind of keep those doors open and not fully close them off, uh, just so that if something has to happen, you know, it is there if need. But but then, yeah, uh, I love that game. I, I kind of, to be honest, didn't know what I was doing, um, but uh, my team, <laughs> my team helped me out a bit. So. <laughs> oh, well, it looked like you knew what you were doing on fullback when you beat Canterbury in the final on Saturday. Awesome to talk to you, Tanika Willison. That's fantastic, and uh, you're having a great year, and long may it continue. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.